I'm going to ask you just as a formality. Just as a formality. Your crest, crest or, or your life. life. He's like, I would never pick for my life. life. You know what he does? Shing! Shing! And then he stabs him in the throat and then he twists, twists it. it. And then he pulls it out. it out. And all blood just gushes. <laughs> hey, you guys. What's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 14. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad you'd rather anime with us. So without further ado, let's just jump right into what we watched this week. Yeah, so this week, um, we're still watching our weekly anime, even though two of these anime are about to... Um, They're going on a break for a while. Yeah. But uh, let's just uh, talk about the main thing, the main thing first. Keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah, yeah. let's keep the main thing the main thing. Let's put that first. Um, One Piece, episode 855. Um, it's another good episode. Um, Luffy and Katakuri are continuing to fight. Um, but we got to see Katakuri's Devil Fruit Awakening, mm-hmm. which was pretty awesome. He got to turn like the stuff around him to mochi, and it's, it kind of makes you think like if Doflamingo's is a par- if Doflamingo's a paramecia and he had the string string fruit or whatever, and he could turn everything around him in the string, and Katakuri has the mochi mochi fruit, and he can turn everything around him to mochi, if Luffy I feel is, like that's what they're setting this up for. Yeah, he has to be able to turn everything around to rubber. And I'm just like, what what is that going to pray tell? Like, what abilities is that going to give him? I feel like, if nothing else, it's going to throw everybody else off kilter because it's like, I think, I imagine it how it's going to be like when he's the bounce bounce man and he's just bouncing around. Like, he can do that because he's used to it. But I feel like it'd be the equivalent of trying to like walk in a bounce house. Uh, trying to fight in the bounce house, I guess. Yes. I guess. And just, like, being unable to. I don't know. It's just... It and just I feel like strange. he would find something useful for it. Because in all honesty, let's be real here. If in real life, your entire body turned to rubber, no one else would be able to figure out how to make that into, like, a fighting A style. fighting thing. Yeah, yeah. So... Like, when you think about the main character of this anime full of people who have all types of unique and crazy abilities, and the main character has... His whole body, it's rubber, and you like rubber. Like, what type yes. of like you got people who can turn into fire and lightning and control yeah. different animals. things and turn into animals, and it's just like you have turn into phoenixes and mythical beasts. But your main character, what you chose for his ability is rubber, these and he's supposed to beat everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it takes a lot of imagination. I think that's one thing that Luffy really isn't lacking. Like, if he awakens his devil fruit, he's gonna figure out a way to turn that into like something amazing. Yeah, I mean, look at what he did with gears two through four. Like, right? <laughs> like, no one expected any of those things either. But Luffy makes it do what it do. So I look forward to Luffy's awakening. Um, they made it look like Luffy was going to be defeated at the end of the episode, but of course we know Luffy will win. And yeah, because it looks like. Um, it looks. Ugh, I was gonna say something and I lost it just that quick. That's okay. Oh, um, Katakuri, his little ritual thing. I feel like Luffy's just about to crash it, like the wedding. Oh yeah, Luffy's definitely gonna crash it. But yeah. Um. Oh, and 
we're not we don't have a I manga this week section, but um, I, I I read One Piece. Yeah, he caught up to it. That's not my thing, so I'm still in the dark. You guys. Yeah, so I'm not talking about anything that's not in the um, in the anime. Appreciate but it. I've uh, officially read and caught up all the way to chapter nine nineteen. So, yep. So I know some things, but at the same time, I have more questions than answers. You know. That's generally how reading a hit goes. It's just like, instead of you getting more answers, which is the reason for reading, you honestly get more questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But that's One Piece. One Piece is good. You can expect another One Piece post. And we will continue on. This week, My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. This is what I was waiting for you guys. Because Deku's back in class and... But this is what episode number sixty three. It's the last one of the what is season, season three? third. Yeah, yeah it's the last Dose. episode of season three, and I love how just like confident Deku is from like because again thinking back to where he started at, and then like they're about to fight the big three. He's like, I'm gonna go first, and just being just him being hype, and everybody's like, oh, he said he wasn't gonna fall behind, and he meant that, you know. Yeah. But and then, but also saying like the gap between where they are and where they're going. Well, where we they don't even be. know they. We only know the guy that's at the top because we didn't even get to see the other two do anything. We didn't even get to see the other two do anything. But that's what I was thinking. Like with the rubber thing, we were talking about Luffy. I was thinking about it's kind of like how My Hero Academia. He's like, I didn't have a strong quirk. I, I made, made it work for me. You know, I made it stronger. I feel like Luffy is kind of the same way. Like. His devil fruit isn't necessarily strong, but because Luffy is strong, he made it strong and he made it work for him. Yeah. And I just think Cause that because he, he had those little wimpy bunches when he was a kid. Yeah, and he couldn't control it. Like he couldn't retract his arm, and that's still to this day that's one of Luffy's weaknesses. If you can grab his arm while he's stretched out, like he's kind of helpless at that point. That's why Katakuri it's kind of like kicking his little butt right now because he keeps grabbing him when he's stretched out. And he's gonna do one of two things. Either he's gonna retract and he's gonna go flying into whoever, or he's not gonna be able to retract and he's gonna be like this giant whip that you can just slam into the ground or to other things. Yep, and there's not much he can do about that because he's rubber. So, but you know what I thought was interesting? How like Katakuri is supposed to be made of mochi, but he, like I was just wondering like if he if he cuts off his arm. Will it turn into like a ball and can he re- reattach it? Because technically Mochi is like dough. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely should be able to do that. Right. But then like Luffy is... He's like a special paramecia because he's like... He has like these Logia elements to him, but he's a paramecia. And see, the thing that I thought about Luffy too was... So if Luffy loses like a toe, could he just like melt it back onto his body because he's rubber? I thought about that too. I'm still trying to figure out like how he. I mean, if he drinks milk, he grows a tooth back. I mean, I feel like that's logical yeah. in this universe. Well, no, I'm still over crocodile sticking him through the stomach with a hook through the other side, and yet Luffy manages to be okay. So I'm guessing the rubber just heals back together when it gets hot. 
Which uh, Luffy uh, does have incredible healing powers. We learned that from uh, him getting stabbed in the chest during uh, yeah, him getting stabbed Alabasta by crocodile, and then him also eating the poisonous fish and not dying when they're like well, any normal man would have died. Well, you know that he has that uh, immunity thanks to Magellan and Ivankov, the whole thing he went through. So yeah. he he shouldn't have been able to get poisoned at all. Honestly, at this point, he should be immune to poison, but yet he gets poisoned like every arc since he's become immune to poison because he got poisoned by the fish, he got poisoned by Caesar, and it's just like, why is he getting poisoned? Like, Luffy shouldn't be getting poisoned. Maybe that's just what they had to go. I don't know. Luffy's supposed but... to be immune to poison, he, he, he fought the poison, poison man, <laughs> and survived. He's supposed to be immune to poison now, yeah, but. I guess, sorry, I got kind of sidetracked. We're, we're not talking, talking about, about my book. hero at all. Yeah. We're back on one piece. But, <laughs> but yeah. the point is, it was, I like this episode because I think at the end of the day, like, I love seeing Deku, like, yeah, he's going to be a hero, but, you know, he's also, like, very much a nerd and he very much enjoys, like, going to school and going to class and learning new things and meeting new people and learning about their quirks. And now we get to see this side of him where he's enjoying, like, fighting people because we um, we also, today we also watched the fight between oh. Bakugo and Deku, but we watched it in the dubbed version. Mm-hmm. And, first of all, that was really good. I understood it a whole lot more when I could actually, like, just watch the fight and listen to what they were saying. Yeah. But, um, you really I think he actually really so. enjoyed that fight with Bakugo. Yeah, he definitely seemed to really enjoy it. And, and Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying... He re- seems to really enjoy it, and like I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, their friendship has changed." Da, da, da. But I think Deku grew a lot from that fight because I feel like he's like in that place where Zoro was after he lost the Mihawk, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I can't lose anymore." I feel like Deku is sort of getting to that point where he's like, "Okay, I have All Might's power. I can't lose anymore." Yeah, because All Might doesn't have it. All Might can't come in and come and save me or anything like that. Right, like his safety net's gone. Mm-hmm. All Might's not there to pick up the slack if you can't if, do it. If I break my arms, there's nobody here that's going to save me if what I do doesn't work. Exactly. Or if another villain comes after I defeat this one. Right. So I have to make this work. And I think that contributes to him being like psyched to fight uh, the big three. Like, I don't remember the guy's name. I don't but just seeing him and being like okay this is he's the closest to being number one like i know that aizawa only says that to todoroki but like he's the closest to being number one and deku off gate he's like okay this is the top this is where i need to go let me see what the distance between where i'm at now and where i need to go let me see what the distance is and i love how they make it clear that even though deku is not necessarily the strongest in the class he is like kind he's, of the most mature because he's like he's where everybody ready to make else. A step. He's ready to make that step because everybody else is sort of like, wow, his quirk is so strong. How do we fight this? And Deku's like already predicting him, trying to figure out what he's doing. Like he's already yeah. thinking ahead. Like what do I need to do to get to where I need to go? And I don't know. I feel like that says a lot about him. It does. It says a lot for his character. And I think they mentioned like they kind of hint at it. Because the other two of the big three, they were like, um, well, if they're thinking that he's this strong because of his quirk and not hard work, then they're already so far behind that they can't even see where they need to go. Yeah. You know? But Midoriya, he's like, I don't think he necessarily chops it up to his quirk being strong. 
Yeah. He just tries to go, he goes straight into trying to figure out his quirk and how to combat it, even if he doesn't fully understand what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was, it was a good episode, and I'm kind of psyched to see how Deku and Bakugo are going to interact right. from this point forward. Like, that's yeah. what I'm really looking forward to yeah. in season four. I want to see how their fights go going forward. Like, how they how does Bakugo continue to yell at Deku? Um, how do they fight together? Because I'm sure there's going to be another villain attack, and they're going to have to fight together in order to stop it. I and just, then maybe, maybe um, Bakugo won't even have his license yet. And he's gonna have to sit there and let Midoriya save him because he's not gonna be allowed to fight. Maybe I don't crazy think he like would that. follow the rules to that point. This is true. Honestly. This is Bakugo we're talking about. Now, if it was, uh, what's his do. name? Ten Tenma or Tenya? Yeah, Ida. Ida. And now he, yes, if he didn't get his license, he'd be sitting there like, I feel so useless, but I want to help, but I can't because I have to follow the rules. Yeah. You know. But Bakugo, I think Bakugo's kind of like, as yeah. these rules, I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm not going to sit here and die trying to follow these rules. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't have fought the villains when he was kidnapped. Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. That's self-defense. <laughs> That's special. But I just, I want to see them fight. Plus, but yeah. I want to see everybody else in the class notice that their relationship has, has altered. It's shifted. And I want to see the reaction to that. And I also want to see more of Uraraka and Deku, honestly. Oh, speaking of Uraraka and Deku, we watched the My Hero Academia movie, Two Heroes, in theaters this week. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was good. It was really good. But that moment when we first saw Uraraka come up, Uraraka and Deku up and was like, out there with that other girl on the island that they didn't even know he was on. It's like you like you're having fun. She said it three times, yeah. you guys. Like you, you like, like you're having fun, and he, Deku was like, "Oh snap! It's not what it looks, <laughs> looks like. like. I'm not on this island with this the, other girl, but even my, though I am." <laughs> the thing that cut the first thing out of his mouth though is, "What are you doing here? Like uh-huh. that sounds you, that makes you sound so guilty. Like, like okay, you're on an island in the middle of nowhere that moves. It's a top secret island that not just anybody can get on. First of all." And then no one knows that you're there. And not only are you there unexpectedly, you're there with a really pretty girl. And you seem to be having the time of your life. Like you look like you're on a date. And then like you're not, not your girlfriend, but your future girlfriend shows up. And you're, she's like, oh, you like you're having fun. The first thing out of your mouth is, what are you doing here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And then when uh, the girl gets ready to explain or say something, you immediately grab the girl and have a side conversation, I, which must have looked really bad. Like, he was just telling him, like, don't tell them <laughs> that I came with, with All Might or whatever. But, you know I mean, they didn't know that. He could have been whispering anything in that girl's ear. And honestly, why did no one ever pry to be like, Deku, why are you here? Because... No one like, 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 we got explanations for why everybody else was there except for the few people that didn't really participate in any fights and they just showed them randomly on the island. Um, but the rest of them who were like had speaking roles, you know, we knew why <laughs> each one of them were, were, there. were there, which is again interesting. But again, I don't, the one thing I've ne- I haven't understood to this point is why. All Might hasn't given a definitive reason, even if it's just shallow, a definitive reason for why he's with Deku all the time. Because again, all the students know that Deku is like his chosen favorite. Like they're not stupid. But then 
it's just kind of like, oh no, he's just my student or oh no, whatever. Like to me, in my mind, it would make more sense to like give an explanation, even to be like, honestly, I know this is crazy, to be like, he's my secret love child or whatever. That would make more sense because one, Deku doesn't have a dad. We've never met him, never heard of him, have this, no idea who well, he is. And he doesn't know, have a quirk to tra trace back to him. And second, he has a quirk that's exactly like All Might's, which would make sense for why All Might is suddenly all over him and in his life and he has a quirk that's exactly the same as his. Like, I feel like they've explained so much, but they just gloss over this. Yep. This is all true. This is all true. But just so you know, we have heard of Deku's father once. Um, when, back when he was told that he didn't have a quirk and he was like, she was like, oh, I can float small well, objects to me and his father can breathe fire. fire. Yes, yes. So you do remember. I do yes, remember. Yes, yes. So the only thing we know about Deku's father is that he can breathe fire. And he's Deku's father. Yep. That's We've never seen any pictures of him. We don't, no, we don't no, know what he looks like. We don't know what happened. Deku's mom might have just had a one night stand shacked up and that was it and never saw him again. You know one night stand and shacking up are like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Right? You're right, right, right. What <laughs> like, um, is, okay, I need you gone in the morning. The other is, hi, here's a key. Welcome home. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, one night stand, I think is the proper term. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the mom knows who the dad is. That's progress. But um, if he's alive, he's sure not claiming Deku. He's sure not around. Because his dad is definitely not his hero. His hero's definitely all might. I'm just saying, like, I wish that there had been some type of explanation versus just, he's my student. Because he does not spend as much time with anybody else. This is true. This is true. But Deku is also, like, the largest All Might fanboy in existence. Which, if you remember at the beginning, really kind of creeped All Might out. Yeah, yeah. This is also true. It's also true. But now he's training them. They have similar quirks. And, well, we know they have the same quirk. Yeah. But, you know, the other <laughs> really to the cool. other people's eyes, they have similar quirks. And, honestly, Deku needed the most amount of help. He so, did. So, I mean. Because I guess Deku, Deku it, he was breaking his arms and his fingers. When Deku started time. out, he was worse than the invisible girl. We've never seen the invisible girl do anything, partially because we cannot see her. I understand <laughs> that. But, <laughs> but. I mean, if you see the invisible girl, that's kind of a problem. I understand that. But you know would be cool if they have an episode? How does she even get in? How do they track her points? <laughs> like, like, she didn't get in via recommendation, so how does she even pass the entrance exam? They didn't how see does her she, do anything. How does she take down a robot? She just went in the back and just unplugged them because they couldn't see like <laughs> what happened i don't know because i didn't even know that, like when they were taking the provisional licensing exam i didn't even realize that she could like refract the light i didn't realize that that was her quirk like her quirk isn't necessarily invisibility it's like something to do with like refracting light okay or something like that so people can't see her but even so that's still well that's silly because it's like that's fine if that's her quirk that's fine it can actually be useful eventually like you can do something with it but she should be able to turn light. that off yeah, yes, she should be able to return that. That's off. what I'm saying. Like, she should be able to um, expand the field of her refraction and make other things around her also invisible. That's what I'm saying. If she can shine light, 
she should be able to make herself visible and other things invisible. You know what would be really helpful? If you could turn an entire building invisible so that when someone's running, they're looking behind them. Like, oh, the villains are about to catch up. You know, it's convenient. Running, running, running. Doof. Doof. Wall. Wall. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's enough about My Hero Academia because we're getting kind of off. And this is going to be really long if we don't continue on. Yeah, that's true. We do need to continue on. But we did watch My Hero in the movie, so I felt like we were justified in yeah. putting extra. And the movie is actually really good, you guys. So I would, I would yeah. actually recommend it. Honestly. Yeah, it takes place probably right after the end of season two. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. was that part where he offered, well, All Might offered to take him on a trip right before the provisional licensing exam. Yeah, but I think it's right before that. It might after be right. the after their internships. But before the provisional licensing exam and they're on summer break. Yeah, well, the internships were at the end of season two, right? Because that's because they were the same thing was the internships that was at the end of season two. But regardless, it's um, before they come back to take the go to class for the licensing, and they they find out about the provisional licensing exam. It's yeah, before it's, that, it's, it's before that for sure. And it's before they move into the dorms. I think it's in right in between that. Yeah, probably somewhere around there. Regardless, the point is, um, All Might is still fighting in this particular um, movie. So we get to see All Might and Deku fight. We get to see some of All Might in his prime back in his days when he was uh, traveling abroad in America. What was he? He was a uh, exchange exchange student. student. He was an exchange student in America. Yeah. Back when he was making a name for himself. Before everybody knew who All Might was, that was that was cool. And you saw how easily he was able to, like, dispatch villains. And it's like, that's not part of the things that we've always wanted to see. Yeah, it's like, you know All Might is great and he did those things. But to actually be able to, like, see it. it like, see his really unrivaled great. power. Like, like nobody can beat him and it takes no effort. Yeah. Like, it was, it was cool to see. But, like you said, we spent a lot of time on My Hero. So let's push forward to Black Clover, the last of our weekly anime. I don't have much to say about Black Clover. I mean, it was a good episode. It's still in, like, that wrap-up. We're about to go into the next... Ending this arc. Get it setting up the next arc type thing. Because, yeah. I mean, you don't actually see anybody. Like, we see Yuno show up and the Golden Dawn show up. Because, of course, you know, we have, we know who the new enemy is going to be. But at the same time, it's not like we saw Asta or the Black Bulls do anything. Yeah, we didn't see Asta or the Black Bulls do anything. But we did get to see you know show up and do his thing and it reminds you like hey Asta has this rival and he's not slacking you know so I thought that was cool I think you know is a constant reminder that no Asta isn't slacking no no I'm saying you know is not slacking because you see Asta growing and getting better and training but we don't get to see you know training but when we flash back to him he's better than he was before like like, he's he's on like used to his fairy now yeah he's gotten used to being with the wind spirit and he's just having casual conversation with her not even using her power yeah and just like blasting people away blasting generals away not just people he blasted a general away he was like the same magic level power as like a magic knight yeah and he just and he just like blasting he's like away. i'm sorry who's ripping who to pieces <laughs> yeah it's just so calmly and I think that's the one thing, like, Yuno is really cool. And I think Yuno is the reminder that we kind of need that Asta is the underdog. Because in a lot of ways, and I know it's kind of crazy, but 
Black Clover, like, also reminds me a lot of Naruto. Mm-hmm. And when you watch a lot of Naruto, you kind of forget that Naruto is the underdog because he does become so awesome. Yeah. But he's the underdog. Like, there's still Sasuke, but Sasuke runs off, so we don't get yeah. to really compare yeah. them. Post Sasuke runoff, um, actually, post when uh, Naruto defeats Pain, Naruto is no longer looked at like an underdog. No, he's not, because he's the hero of the Leaf Village. Yeah, but pre that battle with Pain, Naruto was belittled all the time, no matter what he did on whatever mission he went on. But when it was still like Naruto, like not Naruto Shippuden, but Naruto, when they were actually like training together, and we saw them like, oh, mm-hmm. you're training, I'ma train harder. Yeah. Or you're fighting, I'ma fight harder. And yeah. like we actually got to compare them. It, it was like a much, I don't know how to describe it. It was a lot more intense. And I feel like that's kind of how it is with Asta and Yuno. They have a much better relationship than Naruto and Sasuke. Yes. But Asta's the underdog and he's trying to come up in the world. And Yuno is gifted with talent. But the I think what makes Yuno different is not only is he cool and talented, but he also works really, really hard. And yeah. he knows, and he's not underestimating Asta like in most other anime you have that cool guy who's just like you're never going to catch up to my natural talent he, he actually recognizes him as a rival whereas usually when you have this dynamic they don't, the one person doesn't recognize the underdog as even a rival right. like you're not even on first. my playing field Yeah, and like, I think that's the problem with Bakugo well, and, and Deku, Deku. Bakugo didn't even recognize Deku as even being on the playing field so to have been one upped by him he was just like yeah. what happened and that's why it got to him so much yep when they got that got into that big fight, and I also like um, this has nothing to do with anything that we just talked about. But after Bakugo and Deku finished that fight, when Bakugo told All Might, "I'm not going to spill your secret," like 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 this is Deku, like, like dumb Deku, Deku over, over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, um, let's move on. Um, all right, so that's the end of the stuff that we watched weekly. Um, um, my yeah. hero is on break until next season. Black Clover, I don't know when break. it's coming back, but it's I think a break. It's like only taking a week off, honestly. It's like a week off or something I like think. that. I think I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please tell us when it comes back so that we can not be late to it. But um. Well, yeah, but I know it's not on next week. That's all I know. Yeah, no, it's not next week. But yeah, um, moving on, um. You watched what Divine Gate? Yeah, I watched Divine Gate. Divine Gate, um, it was dubbed. It was twelve episodes. I watched most of it at work. Um, the powers could have been cool. They weren't really. It's like um, it had potential, but it didn't live up to it. The story, um, the characters' names were cool, and like they had a lot of like cool references. Like, there were gods in this anime, so, but the people who were gods, um, they were named after, like, characters like Loki. Well, Loki's a bad example because he's got a mischief. But, um, but, like, there was a Loki, there was a Santa Claus, there was a Shakespeare. A Santa Claus? There was a Shakespeare. A like, Shakespeare? There's a god named Shakespeare? Yes, yes. The so, god of writing? Yes, yes, yes. Seriously, he's the god of writing? Yes. She was a little girl and like she wrote stories and put the characters into like this fictional play. But it was a girl, it was a little girl. Yes, yes. And in her story, um, she had um she had Macbeth in her story. She had um who else did she have? Hamlet. 
Hamlet had Hamlet in the story. Romeo, Juliet. No, didn't have Romeo or Juliet. What? I was ex- I was expecting that, but no, no Romeo, no Juliet. But it was it was interesting in that regard that it had those type of people in there. And then there was also King Arthur there, and then he had his his Knights of Round, which were cool or whatever. But none of the people I just named were like the main thing of the show. Instead, oh, the show follows like these three lame kids. And one of them has, like, a somewhat tragic backstory, but not super tragic. Um, But needless to say, the anime looked good. story wasn't that great, Um, but it had a beginning and an ending, which counts for something. It's only 12 episodes. It's dubbed. If you want something to play in the background, it's okay. Um, The next one that I watched, Laughing Under the Clouds, also 12 episodes, also dubbed. I watched this one on Monday. Today's Sunday. So I'm going to be honest. I don't remember a lot about this anime. <laughs> that kind of rhymes. It only lasted a week. The information for the anime only lasted a week. I watched the whole thing on Monday. So I binged the oh, whole thing on Monday. you watched it in one day. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I got you. So, <laughs> so it, was, it was a whole week ago. And Either it was really good or really bad. I barely remembered watching this one. And then when Something I looked at this... When I looked at the show notes, no, no, bad would be very memorable. You remember things that are right. You did a school rumble. <laughs> but um, no, this story it wasn't super bad. Um, it wasn't bad at all, honestly. So it wasn't bad at all. Let me correct that. It wasn't bad. It was somewhat interesting, but was it like it, Cold Realize? I didn't finish Cold Realize, so I'm not gonna say it's like Cold Realize, but. The story was kind of interesting, but it wasn't overly interesting. It was kind of predictable, but then they threw a couple of twists in there to make it, you know, just a little fun. But at the end of the day, it was a generic anime. You know, you could watch it. It's not going to hurt you to watch it. I don't think anime hurts you if you watch it. School Rumble. <laughs> if anybody out there likes School Rumble, um, you probably don't want to listen to our podcast. But... We don't we don't judge you. It's just not for us. I might judge you a little bit, just to be honest. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about what you watched this week or you want to go straight to record of Grand Crest War? Um, I can talk about what I watched this week. So Yeah, um, you guys know that I have my guilty pleasures, so let's just be prepared for that. Um Yeah. So the first thing I watched was Spirit Pact. And honestly, I didn't know this was a boy love anime until I started watching it, and then I was just like Oh, (laughs) okay. I didn't because I saw the description on it. Okay, well, I probably should have been warned because it was under the more like this tab. But Mm -hmm. there's other stuff on there that wasn't boy love. So I thought it was just, I thought it was genuinely just an adventure anime. I wasn't expecting it because there was others, like I said, there's other stuff on the list that we watched together that I knew for a fact did not fall into that genre. But anyway. Spirit Pact is basically about this guy. He's he's called a Yameshi. Basically, he's like the guardian of who he keeps the balance between our world and the demon world. And he has to purify all of the darkness and stuff every so often, right? Mm-hmm. He gets this, he makes a contract with this guy, and he becomes a spirit shadow. And the guy dies. So that's the only way he becomes a spirit shadow. So his two options are either you can your soul can disappear from this earth completely or you can stay 
on earth, but you become my spirit shadow, which basically means you do whatever I say and you protect me, right? And then it becomes this like really elaborate story of like their past lives and them fighting together and like getting to know each other. And obviously, boy, I love anime. They kind of end up together. I didn't know that was gonna happen because, yeah, I just yeah, I didn't. that just doesn't make. But it's it's fun. It's a, like the adventure and the action and stuff is actually really interesting, and I like the story behind it because the characters are way more complicated than I thought they were gonna be. And I like complicated characters. I just feel like that just adds an extra level of detail. Um, I'm not done with it yet. I have like a couple more episodes before I finish it. There are two seasons, and if I remember correctly, there are like 10 episodes each. But again, if, if you don't mind, you know, that genre, it's actually a really good adventure story. Um, the other one I watched was Free. It, okay, there are no boys kissing boys, but it's nothing but shirtless boys because it's a swim team. So basically, there's this one kid, he really likes to swim and he's really good at it. And he had a childhood friend and they swam together. Childhood friend moved to Australia to go to like a swimming school that they have there. And when he came back one year for like the holidays, they had a swimming contest. And the boy who was, um, who stayed in Japan, I forgot his name, um, he beat him. And so he was like, I wanna quit swimming. The other guy's like, I'm gonna quit swimming, and that just really messed up the other kid's head, so he stopped swimming too. And fast forward, they're in high school. They're in like, I think they're second or third year of high school or something like that. And the friend who moved away comes back, and then they have another contest. He beats them, he joins the swim team, and then they form a swim team at the other school, and they end up like competing, competing against each other. Okay. And it's kind of funny because they they need four people. There's three friends. There was originally it was a group of four friends. One moved away to Australia and went to a different high school. So there are three friends now who swim together. Mm-hmm. You need four people to make a club, and you need four people to swim to actually compete. So they go and recruit this guy who is on the track team. <laughs> yes, because he's, if he's fast on land, he'll be fast on water. And um, <laughs> whoo, this guy can't swim. Of course not. So that poses its own problems. But then they end up making up with their friend who went to another school because there's a whole bunch of drama between them and they're like, I just really want to swim together. Like, I just want to swim together. So that was cool. I feel like this has the potential in the second season to like veer off to the left because there are some moments where I just like, whoa, this is kind of going to the left. But it doesn't. So that's cool. Mm. And then the last thing I ever watched was 100% boy love. It's just that's what it was it was i don't know how to say it Junjo romantica it's an older anime but you know what i really liked it if you have seen like super lovers or um what was that other one watch yuri on ice this is kind of like that it's not nearly as good as yuri on ice but it was good and yeah it's just they're three couples and the story kind of switches between them i wrote an article about it it's not posted yet but it'll come. Yeah, it'll probably be out by the time this podcast comes out. Maybe, maybe not. Oh no, maybe. It might come out a few days later. Yeah. So keep an eye out because there will be a post about it. So that's what I watched this All right. week. Alright, now what we watched together this week. Other was that painful for you? Because you said that like that was painful to listen to. I, I'm not saying it was painful to listen to or anything. 
It's just the um, moving on. <laughs> what, what, what we watched together? Um, the record of Grand Crest. The War. record of Grand Crest War. Um, this was a twenty-four episode anime. It was subbed. Um, of course, we binge watched it on Verve. Um, it did take us a couple of ni- a couple of days though, because we didn't watch it all at one time. We couldn't watch it all at one time. No. It wasn't in our best interest to watch it all at one time. Nope. Not at all. Not during the week. <laughs> it's not in our best interest. I don't think of any day it's in anyone's best interest to watch it from beginning to end all in one go. Yeah, that's true. You lose a lot. And this one, you really needed to digest some of these things So that were happening in this anime. Like, I could see this would have been a really good anime to watch week, week to week, week. Because so much happened that, like, you, you kind of need the time to digest everything that was going on. It was like being on moved, a roller coaster. It moved very quickly. Honestly. Like some anime it's like being on a boat. Like when I watch One Piece, I feel like I'm setting sail. Like I'm not I'm gonna get where I'm going and there might be a couple of twists and turns and a couple of storms here and there to give me some action. But overall it's it's gonna be a long trip. Yeah, it's gonna be a long trip. This anime I felt like it was on a roller coaster. It was up, it was down, it was left, it was right, it was looping, it was going backwards, it was doing everything, and then it was done. Yes, but I <laughs> greatly appreciate that they told this entire story in 24 episodes. Yes. Rather than... Leaving it open. Leaving it open and not having it, letting it have an ending. Okay, um, so before we get super into this, I realize we never actually told you what the anime is about. So the record of Grand Crest War, there is this universe where... It's called chaos, but basically it's just like the demon realm, right? They run rampant in the human world. And so then you have these people called mages who basically they can control the chaos, essentially. Yeah, they can like use the chaos in order to use magic and stuff like that. Right, and then you have these people called lords. And they're basically, they have like this, once you get to a high enough rank, you get this thing called a crest. And you can get crests from other lords by defeating them and you get them from absorbing the chaos orb so basically once you destroy a monster or whatever when they die their their soul becomes like this black chaos orb and you can absorb it to get more power yeah you absorb it and it makes your crest bigger yeah and the whole point is to create the grand crest which is basically the all of the crests on it, it makes it means all the crests are going to be one yeah all the crests on the continent become one and it's the only thing that can stop the chaos and bring about the age of peace essentially mm-hmm. yeah it gets rid of all the chaos period and so we have this one lord he's a wandering lord right his name is Theo yeah Theo he made his own crest yeah he didn't come from like royalty he wasn't born with the crest he just crest fought was and absorbed it and got his own crest yeah he just made his own crest, which was cool. Yeah. And then he runs into this mage, Silica. Mm-hmm. And basically, she sees something in him. And she's like, you know what? Forget this contract that I'm already in. Or I'm going to she be... wasn't in the contract. She was, she was about to be in the That's contract. That's what I said. I'm going... She was going to be in the contract. She was she was leaving the mage academy to go and to, to contract with this earl who requested yeah. her. Yeah. And she didn't want to go, so she ran across him and created a contract with him. Theo. Yeah. And basically that starts him on this really wild journey of like his Theo's one goal. Okay, his main goal, number one goal, become a lord, go back to my hometown, rid them of the chaos, and get rid of the oppression of the people ruling. 
that's his only goal. He just wants to go home and help his people, right? Well, this guy, he ends up becoming a lord of a foreign country mm-hmm. and then going into war like three or four times, losing, getting caught up in a war, with, getting, becoming a knight for someone oh, else, mm-hmm. fighting some more, then becoming another lord in his own right, and then he becomes an earl, and then he goes back, and he he accomplishes his goals, and that's the, that's the important thing. Here. Yeah, he goes back and he accomplishes his goals. He accomplishes all his goals, which and after watching... Some. The Legend of Arslan is very important to mention that he accomplishes his goals and there's like, an ending. Yeah, and there's an ending. There were no loose ends to this anime. And this anime, it just told a nice, fun story. And, it did. And there was just like, and there were cool things in it with the people with the powers and the werewolves and the shadows and, you know, and and the Valkyrie lady. Um, oh, what was her Sheila. name? Sheila. Let me guide you to the afterlife. Like, Allow me to guide, to guide you, you to, to the afterlife. afterlife. Like, and keep in mind, they're in war, so that means she's about to kill them. Oh, oh, so let's talk about this. First of all, let me say this. This anime has something for everybody. There is... There's love. There's action, there's romance, there's adventure, there's the the mental, gotta keep up with everything, the politicking. The and strategy. The strategy, like... Honestly, unless you're just a hardcore sports fanatic, anime lover, this might not be for you if, like, that's all you're into. But if you're literally into any other type of anime, this will probably hit the spot for you in some way or another. But what I really, 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 really like, you guys, there's a lot of war in this anime. So they, and they do not shy away from showing you the gruesomeness of war so like you see people like being stabbed in the throat and heads being cut off and yeah you see some real people and some real stuff and they do it so smooth it's so cool and i love that like this is war but most anime they try to make everything a certain level of like childishness like even with heroic legend of arsenal when like he started out like he was like afraid to really fight like he wasn't he still was kid-like but theo when Theo had to like get rid of somebody, if he had to kill somebody on the battlefield, they were gone. Like like Theo it's was done. not playing around. Like you I know? defeated you. There was no I'll let you live. Except for the one guy he asked him <laughs> the formality. Like, I love that part where he was like he okay, so there's this one guy, right? He's if you've seen Legend of Arslan, he's like Daryun, okay? He can turn the tide of a war by himself. And they acknowledge this in the anime, right? So Theo goes up against him and he he wears him out because the way Theo fights He's got his shield, right? And he just wears these people down. He yeah. lets them attack, he blocks it, and he just wears them down. And when they're out of energy, that's when he goes on his offense, right? He finally gets this dude on on these. He's lost. And he's just like, at this point, this guy doesn't like him, by the way. They've met, they've fought. This guy hates Theo's guts, right? Mm-hmm. But Theo, he gets he's on his knees, he's lost his weapon, and he looks him in the, in the eye. He's like, I'm gonna ask you for from just to be for what for formality. I'm gonna ask you just as formality. Just as a formality. Your crest, crest or, or your, your life. life. He's like, I would never <laughs> beg for my life. life. You know what he does? She, she. And yes. then he stabs him in the throat and then he twists Pushes it. it. And then he pulls, pulls it, out. it out. And all blood just gushes. <laughs> yes, yes. And then when he came back, he told Silica, he's like, I'm not gonna do no more one on one battles. There's no one else yes. that I need to handle myself. Yep, there's no one else that I have to handle personally, but this one. I had to, I had to do that, and it was just like Theo was real. Like Arslan was cool, but Theo was real. 
Theo won. Theo accomplishes goals. Theo did what he said he was going to do. Then you know what he did? He went home, built his castle with his wife, and sat down and enjoyed life. Yeah. Theo was a beast. Theo was great. And I think that, oh, that's what I was saying. You were saying comparing it to like war, the war in Arslan versus the war in Greencrest. Like in the legend of Arslan, it was very much like these six people are going to go to war against this entire army. Like, yes, he did build up an army, but we don't really see that. The only person who matters during the fighting is Daryun. That's the only person who matters in the legend of Arslan. But with the record of Greencrest war, like their numbers mattered and they explained that. They're like, okay, we have 3,000 men. They have 50,000 men. We're not going to lose this fight. And then they actually, like they lost some of their battles. Every battle wasn't a win for them. Mm-hmm. Even with, you know, super strong people who could yeah, literally- eventually they get worn out. Yeah. You know, like they fight valiantly, but in the end there was too many of the other And people. they literally almost died. Like Ashila. She got, like, early on in the anime, like, during their, like, third war or something, she got stabbed and everybody thought she was going to die. If it wasn't for that healer girl, she would have been complete, she would have been gone, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that's kind of, like, how real life actually works. Like, just because you have really cool people doesn't mean that you're going to win the war. Just because you have unrivaled strength doesn't mean you're going to win a war. That means you can win against this person, that person, and maybe a bunch of people. But at the end of the day, with the numbers of war, it doesn't matter how strong you are, because in the end... You're still just one person. You're still just one person. And Um, when um, they were like, okay, so... And I just like how when their strategy sessions, they were like, okay, so we're not going to win. Let's talk about how we're going to lose, whether we're going to give up or we're going to fight. And I feel like that's also a very big part. Like, you know going in, if you have 3,000 men and you're going up against 50,000, you're not about to win that. Yeah, but that guy though he went out like a true soldier. Him and I, I want to say his wife, but it's not his wife. But it's the, Hel- Hellfire, Hellfire Margaret. Yeah, Hellfire Margaret. Like they they went out like in the blaze of glory. In the blaze, literally of glory. in a they, blaze of glory. They 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 knew they were going to lose, but they fought together by each other's side to the end, and like with no like, regrets, no regrets, like, no surrender. And he was like, you know you don't have to do this, right? And she was like, do I look unhappy to you? Like, I get to be the last woman to stand by your side. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, that kind of love and loyalty, you can't buy that, man. Yeah. And it's not something that you often see in anime. Yeah. That's what I said. This anime really has something for everybody. The only person I didn't like in this entire anime was Marine. (laughs) Because I feel like she had the dumbest, most idiotic reasons for yeah. being in a war in the first place because let me tell you honestly this whole anime if she didn't make bad decisions like this whole anime wouldn't even have a reason to exist just, you're right let's just be honest like, because all she did was continue to get married in the first episode and all this would have been avoided like yes there was a tragedy when you tried to get married the first time and it was a huge tragedy yes but it was a tragedy for both sides just just continue on and get married because you know what why did your wedding stop? Because your father died. Because you know your husband didn't die. The guy who you were planning on marrying didn't die. You didn't die. So and, why are you still not getting married? It, and it sucks, but it's like, and she's like, well, there are clearly people who didn't want us to get married. First of all, that's every marriage in existence. There are yeah. always people who don't want you to get married. And yes. second of all, you come from two warring factions of the continent. 
yeah, there are going to be people who are going to try to stop it. You should have known that from the get-go. I don't know why this is surprising to you. Like, Ooh. why is it, why are you shocked? And I get how maybe not on that day you're not going to get married. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. You saw your father beheaded in front of you on your wedding day. That, that could do some things to you mentally. But I don't think it would do so much to you mentally that you can't get married at all. Like, do you not love him anymore? And yeah. I just feel like that, that just, like, she didn't want to get married in the first place. And that's crazy because she still did love him, but yet he, she was steadily going to war against his entire people. But what, you know what, let's not talk about the bad, the, the bad character. Let's just focus, like, the rest of the characters were good. It was a good anime. And even though she was a infuriating character, she was necessary to move the plot along because, well. She was could, the plot. She was the plot. Like, there would be no story without her making a bunch of bad decisions. This is true. Because even Milza, like, that's the, this is the guy that we told we talked about earlier where he was like, he fought Theo and then he lost his life. Oh. I even really liked him as a character too because even though he wasn't the best person, he was true to who he was. He was a he yeah. was a hardcore prince who's like, if you have no ambition, get out my face. Yeah, and if you don't get out my face, I'm gonna cut your face off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can respect people like that. Her, she had no motives. Like he wanted to serve an emperor with ambition, and that's yeah. why he didn't like Theo. He felt like he had no ambition. Yeah. And he didn't. All he wanted to do was go home and. Like, like it's his. He wanted the quiet life. He, he just wanted to save, save his homeland, and that was it. And I think what which made was Milza, a foreign country. It wasn't even the country, the continent he was on. He, and I think that's what made Milza so mad, is because he had the potential to be so much more than what he was, and everybody else could see it, but he didn't want it, and he didn't have that like fire in him. And I think that's why Milza was hated him so much. Because I think if he had wanted that ambition, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be the emperor. I think Milza probably would have fought for him instead. He just said he was going to be the sword of whoever. Yeah, well, he, no, he He said, I'm going to be the fangs of whoever's going to rule. That's yeah. the, and that's, and that's basically it. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I like people who recognize the limits of what they can do. Because even Lassic was like that too. He was like, I don't want to be a whole lot. I just want to have a, I want to be a lord of my own little place and I want to serve Theo. That's it. And even when they try to put him in a position of leadership, he's like, okay, y'all want to make me leader, but I serve him. Like, I'm loyal to him. So if he tells me to do something, forget all y'all. Like, this is what it is. But yeah. Sorry. But, um, it was a great anime. Highly recommend it. I would definitely recommend it. I would give it four and a half stars. And I would say pace yourself when you watch it because... It goes fast. And yeah. there's a lot that happens yeah. that you have to keep up with. And the one thing I like is this anime does treat you like you're intelligent. So there's not a whole lot of explanation of things. Like, you're just expected to draw connections and understand. Yeah. It's, so, like, the, the ranking system is never explained. We just uh, we just learn that we at just, the base level there's a lord and then it goes up to an archduke, I think, or an emperor. The emperor is the final level. Yeah, the emperor is the final level. Yeah, and there are other levels in between, you know. But that's besides the point. Um, Record of Grand Crest War was great. Um, that this went on a lot longer than we thought it was going to go on. I'm sorry, you guys. It's fine. It's all good. You guys love it, right? Tell us you love it. Leave us a comment. Send us some tweets. Tweet at us. At I'd Rather Anime. Um, let's move on. What we're we watching next week. Honestly, um, we know we're going to watch One Piece. Mm-hmm. And as for me... I don't know what else I'm going to watch. The only two things I'm looking at is 
Sword Guy on Netflix. Um, you know, it just seemed interesting. And finally finishing the last little arc of the irregular at Magic High School because I watched all the rest of it. So it doesn't really make sense not to finish like the last eight episodes. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's not dubbed, so I can't watch it at work, but I think I'll try to find time to fit it in. Yeah, and I'm probably going to continue watching Banana Fish. Oh, you didn't even talk and about Banana Fish, but I assumed you watched it this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, because, I mean, it's, I'll talk about it next week when there's more time because I don't want to get into it and go over. But I'm going to continue watching Banana Fish, and then I'll probably also watch, like, Free Season 2. Because the reason I watched the other stuff is because, honestly, after I finished the first season of Free, I just kind of wanted a break from it. And that's when I watched uh, Spirit Pact and Jojo Romantica. Because I wasn't expecting to get as into Jojo Romantica as I did. Mm. But it actually ended up being really entertaining for me. So then I started binge watching it. So now that I'm done with it, I'll probably go back and um, watch the next because there are two more seasons of free there are three seasons I've only watched the first season so I'll probably go watch, go back and watch season two this week okay yeah and uh, if you have any anime recommendations because we're starting to narrow down our list especially um, dubbed recommendations because we still have quite a few sub anime to watch so we don't really have much problems there but the dubbed anime is, is kind of lacking it's kind of lacking just saying yeah, so we'll see. Um, if you have any recommendations, just let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or at I'dRatherAnime.com. Yep. If you're going to leave a recommendation for anime, please leave a comment on the website and let us know who it's for. Because obviously, as you guys know, we watch different types of anime. So if you're going to leave like a boiler recommendation, you might want to mention that it's for Mrs. Otaku and not Mr. Otaku because I kind of don't want to like mess Mr. Otaku up that way by accidentally clicking on something that he probably shouldn't click on (laughs) thank you thank you please clarify um yeah just uh you know let us know yeah let us know we're always looking for something good to watch but I think that's it is it is this the end this is the end I'm the leader (laughs) I'll decide when it's the end okay it's the end (laughs) Anybody who didn't get that reference, look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right, you guys, for real, for real, this is the end of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And please make sure that you like, comment, follow, and tweet us at I'd Rather Anime. And check us out at I'dRatherAnime.com. If you'd like to be a supporter of our podcast, please head over to anchor.fm forward slash I'd Rather Anime. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Until next time, peace. Out. Deku was like, oh, snap. It's not what it looks <laughs> like. I'm not going to spill your secret like like, like, like this is Deku. Like, don't Deku, Deku over, over here. <laughs> so, like, can we watch some anime now?